Hiya, um, I'm Jared A. Conti. Uh, I go by um, the oracular beard um, around the interwebs. Uh, I am uh, a musician and a poet uh, and a writer uh, of all trades um, from the backwoods of central Pennsylvania. Uh, I am currently working on uh, book one of the Traveling Tales of Way Back When. Um, it's a post-apocalyptic fantasy poetic ballad. And uh, the first of the series is called The Last Fourth of July. Uh, I, uh, I started traveling tales, um, <laughs> sometime, uh, in 92. Um, that was when I was first starting to get my writing legs, um, uh, underneath me. Um, uh, I was getting the first inklings and the first ideas and the first seeds of this, uh, were being sown then. Um, I had read... Uh, Defoe's Robinson Crusoe back-to-back uh, -back with King's The Stand uh, and and just felt that there these were just two wildly juxtaposed stories. Um, and everything about them was... was was so different um, that I thought that there was room for some middle ground. Um, but yeah, I uh, uh, I've been working, <laughs> I've been working on it since then, um, and uh, you know, to say interruptions. I mean, I'm just now actually starting to write, write, write this story. Um, I think in the way that it. Um, needs to be written um, in the way that I'm ready to write it. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if my time has yet to come for this. Um, I'm as much as I am a writer. Um, A lot of these things have gotten in the way of me doing this. I'm, I, I don't, uh, you know, um, I don't feel as if I'm a novelist, and it's all what I've always wanted to be. But I don't. I, I think that that's way too lofty for me. Um, I, I, I've, I've struggled a lot with, uh, mental health and depression and, and, um, just kind of finding my place. And, and I think part of that is finding my place for the story. Um, I'm much more suited as a poet. Um, I deny that because I just felt for the longest time that being a poet was too easy. That's come that's come away um, in such a way that while I've enjoyed it and I've come up with a lot of success, I haven't had to really work at that or at least in the capacity that I feel like I should have. Um, whereas for me to write a novel is just treacherous and... Um, so there have been a lot of um, there have been a lot of stumbling blocks as far as trying to figure out how exactly this book should be written um, and in the way that it should be written. Um, you know, it's gone from a novel to a comic book to um, uh, I guess finally this this 
um, long form ballad thing that I'm working on. Um, it's very hard to, um, it's very hard to put into words, I think, because, um, I'm kind of all over the place as far as inspiration and, um, format for that. Um, I'm a big reader of a lot of different mediums and I've never quite landed on one, uh, one solid way in which to, um, attack this kind of thing. So yeah, as, as far as, um, boy, as far as, uh, novels and other media that influenced me, um, like I said, uh, you know, it started out with that, um, it started out with Robinson Crusoe and it started out, he was just such a, an easy novel. And I, you know, I know it's something that, that kids read and, but, oh, here I am shipwrecked on an island and, there's a goat that floats up on shore and there's a, there's a cow and there's some chickens and, you know, I'm going to find this cave that, uh, that I'm going to have shelter in. And well, what, you know, the, the walls of the cave are made of such a, um, this certain rock that I can expand the cave just by digging a little bit in the walls, you know, and everything was just handed to him. And, and it just, it was very silly. It was very great for my first, I guess, I wouldn't call it a post-apocalyptic novel, maybe more of a survival novel. Um, but then, you know, juxtaposed with um, The Stand, I, I mean, the huge superflu, which can be a problem. You know, I'm reading uh, this coronavirus that's that's sparking up in China right now. Um, and that plays a lot into, um, uh, whatever this project is that I'm working on. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's never really fully stated what the problem is, but you know, um, that's the great thing about fiction and, 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 and fantasy and writing, you know, just make this stuff up. And, uh, there's a lot of fingers in, um, uh, there's a lot of fingers in, in, in bird flu, uh, and swine flu and mad cow disease. And, you know, these things that have happened in real life, but like just, uh, I'm tweaking it and, and, uh, uh, ramping it up a notch. But, you know, um, as, as far as, um, influences, uh, I've tried so hard not to um, not to read too much anymore. Like for a while there, for probably 10 years, all it was doing was reading post-apocalyptic novels. Um, and that's, you know, and that's great where the stand started from. It's like this huge swath of people is just cut from the earth. And my thought was, boy, nobody's going to know how to run uh, a nuclear plant and what's going to happen when that stuff falls apart? You know, what's going to happen, you know, uh, from what I understand is like, I think, uh, 48 hours is, is before people start going crazy and, you know, you're not getting any shipments of fresh vegetables or, 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 uh, any shipments of anything at all because, um, you know, you're just hit, this wall is hit, um, after, uh, some sort of problem, or, or a storm, or earthquakes, or, you know, so, so, so the book has got all of these little, I guess, feelers, it's not just one thing, I think, that is gonna destroy the world, it's gonna be a whole bunch of little guys, uh, and all added up to make that one big thing. Um, but as, you know, as, as, as far as, um, as far as stories go, um, boy, ill wind 
and Mechanical for Leibowitz and The Postman uh, and The Road and um, The Glimmering. Um, I think uh, uh, Ecotopia, you know, there there's just this huge... Eternity Road was fantastic, and I, I started reading that again. Um, the Dark Tower series um, uh, by Steve King. Um, uh, but so many, um, there are so many um, stories that, that, that have come, that my story has come from you know, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, and, uh, there's a, there's a, a, a new one that came out a couple of years ago, which, which I probably watched half a dozen times when it came out, uh, Turbo Kid, but also a lot of comics, you know, um, uh, the, there's, there's nothing in the way of zombies, uh, so much in, in my story, but, um, The Walking Dead and Just a Pilgrim and, um, there are uh, the realm, which is new and beautiful, but there are so many things out there. You know, whatever your, whatever your, uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a fetish, but uh, whatever your um, your gig is, um, post-apocalyptic fiction probably has it. Um, there's some really uh, really great stuff out there that I have um, eh, borrowed from, I guess. But but you know, it's it's my own stuff. Um, yeah, there's a lot out there. Uh, I'd need a crib sheet uh, once I finish this and figure out um, what exactly um, where everything has come from. Um. So my plan at, at the start of this project was um, a, a novel. Um, I think when I had really started to dig into it, um, I was smoking a lot of pot. Um, but this was, um, you know, I got I got reacquainted with um, with the story and the idea um, right around um, 9-11. I just remember sitting there and I, I remember watching the towers fall and I got a lot of good poetry out of it too um, at the time but um, I remember sitting there and thinking boy howdy this is bad and it wasn't bad um, you know it wasn't bad um, from the good versus evil aspect of it it was more good versus bad as um you know, <laughs> big things can happen. I think that was the first time that I thought big things can happen. Um, you know, I remember uh, later on uh, getting more goosed and juiced up about this. Um, it was Katrina hit, and it took what? And, and this is a lot of political stuff, and, and I'm not I'm not here to debate that kind of thing, but it took three days for our own country to get down to help them out, right? It took our National Guard three days to get down there. And I thought, boy, you know, if we weren't so spread out over uh, in the Middle East, could we have gotten there quicker? Uh, and then I thought, well, you know, what would happen if if we were fighting war on a bunch of different fronts? Um, what if um, what if we couldn't make it? What if everything happened all at one time and um, we needed to kind of... We were spread very thin and needed to rely on each other. Um, you know... Uh, So all this talk about war, um, it's not really what the book is about. Um, 
it's it's not about that, but it's about that. Um, I guess after the fact, the the um, what happened and and how we got through it. Um, but yeah, I, I I nothing has been mapped out. Um, <laughs> you know, at the beginning it was, uh, it was um. A real quick take off of, um, uh, you know, another almost post-apocalyptic novel, um, Steve King's and Peter Straub's uh, The Talisman. So there was a lot of gun running uh, in the place where I thought it was. So th- it, it had that original war thing and it had some espionage and that has kind of all taken a backseat um, to where this is, uh, to where this is. Um, uh, and, um, you know, for those of you that are in fantasy, um, uh, I was at the time also, uh, reading Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman, um, Dragonlance, uh, and had read, um, the first three and then, and then I think I read the, the twins novels, but it was amazing to me how many books and short stories were in that whole series. And then you look at it, and I was like, wow, look at all these other people writing short stories uh, and, 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 and novels and trilogies for just that. And, you know, um, that's kind of what I wanted. Um, I wanted that interconnectedness. Um, and I think uh, as, far as, um, as far as my project goes... Um, my OCD or ADD, I, I want to include everything. Uh, and as far as, um, you know, influences like we talked about before, there's, uh, there's the Mark Weiss and Tracy Hickman. I read the annotated Chronicles. Um, but also, um, uh, the journals of T.S. Spivet. I really like the idea of an annotated book with, um, footnotes and pictures, and, um, you know, Stephen King, there are a lot of books that come out, um, I I notice at Barnes & Noble that, that, um, have, um, facsimiles of, uh, this is a letter that, that Steve King wrote to his editor, um, there's a Star Wars book out there that has, um, really cool, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, tangible stuff that you can hold and look at, and and it's a part of ephemera. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's all a part of this. You know, I've got um, a whole bunch of things that are happening uh, that. As I write, everything that I experience in my life just kind of goes into this. And it might not go into it in the way that you would think. Um, You know, the person that I see on the street isn't necessarily going to go into the book, but maybe the way they smile or the way they dress or the way they hold themselves, um, that goes in. Um, There's a great aspect of taking everything that you've got and just putting it all together. <laughs> um, so where did I get, um, uh, where did the title come from? Um, uh, the first, the, uh, the first title, um, uh, the first, uh, of the series, um, is, uh, last 4th of July. And I've always kind of thought, um, you know, last 4th of July, we had this party and, and that's what happened. It, 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 uh, uh, it happened like that. Um, um, the last 4th of July party we had was, uh, was maybe eight or nine. 
Um, you know, we were still kids and we, uh, it was before, you know, we started baseball and it was before we really started getting into high school. And, um, you know, my parents had this big, huge 4th of July party at, um, at our camp. Um, we owned a camp about eight miles out of town and, uh, you know, nice pavilion and, and, um, you know, lots of people camping, probably a lot of dope smoking and, and, uh, and drinking copious amounts of beer and, um, you know, adults lighting fireworks off that probably shouldn't have been lighting fireworks off with the amount of, um, uh, with the amount of, um, alcohol and, and whatever else that had been going around. Um, but it's one of those things that I remember, you know, four or five instances that, um, that happened, um, that just formed, I, I wouldn't say they necessarily formed who I am, but I have very fond memories of, um, uh, certain really weird things that happened, um, uh, that weekend. Um, but, um, so yeah, the book, uh, uh, the first, the first installment of this book takes place, um, you know, it, it begins around Memorial Day, obviously, uh, there's, there's a big adventure, uh, a big caravan, a big, uh, you know, senior project that takes place, um, and all leads up to the 4th of July. Um, that's the, that's the kind of the crescendo, the climax of, of the whole, of the whole beast. Um, so that's been, I'm pretty good with titles. I'm pretty good with names. Um, I've been very blessed to, you know, oh, I have this character, boom, that's the character's name, and wow, that means this, um, it, and it, and it, um, just accentuates the story, and it works so well, um, with things, um, I've gotten very lucky with that, um, you know, hopefully to make up for all the writing that I haven't done yet, um, so that's really cool, um, uh, you know, and farther along, uh, uh, the, the, the different, uh, the different titles just make everything, um, but Traveling Tales of Way Back When, which is kind of the overarching series title, um, Barry's a, a, a journalman, uh, which is kind of a, a storyteller and a newspaper man and a, uh, you know, a, 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 a bit of a, a lawyer and a bit of a, a caretaker of, ideas and things, um, that need to be remembered. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of, uh, what that whole, uh, aspect of it is. And, and yeah, it makes me, it makes me very happy. Boy, um, I, I think the hardest part of all of this um, has just been sitting down and doing it. Um, even, <laughs> you know, even this, um, uh, even this, uh, interview, um, I was supposed to do this like six or eight months ago. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, uh, I think the hardest parts, uh, have been, uh, you know, like I said before, uh, realizing I'm not a novelist. Um, I don't have the fortitude or the stamina to sit down and write. I get really tired, um, you know, and, uh, of writing, you know, I can write a page or two, but I'm, then I'm just like, uh, I, I feel like, um, you know, I feel like it's just been, just been drug out of me. Um, but I can sit for, for an evening and, and plot, uh, and, 
and uh, sketch and uh, make collages uh, about this um, or read about it, you know. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, for a while there, uh, I was working with a friend of mine um, who I just met and, and he was an aspiring comic book artist and uh, boom, uh, we got a first issue um, all mocked up. You know, the words weren't on it, but uh, I, I had, uh, I had um, scripted it uh, and thumbnailed it, and, and he had done a fantastic job. And, and you know, I still have it, but um, it flaked out after the first issue. Um, and that was it and didn't hear from him and haven't heard from him since you know i think he said oh well you can keep it great what the hell am i going to do with it now um uh so that was hard um you know it's been probably two if not three years since i thought excuse me since i got the inklings to do this um uh in a poetic ballad format um, I am not, uh, as far as being a poet, um, I am free verse all the way. Um, that's how I do it. I, I don't understand quatrains and sonnets and rhyming poetry just is not my thing. I save my rhyming for, um, my musical career. Uh, very easy to, to pump out a song in an evening. Um, so, uh, it's interesting that I, again, I can, I'm, I'm a poet, but I didn't want to do that. Um, and I wanted to push that off. Um, it, so it's, I just need to tell this story. There's something about this story that wants to come out, um, a year ago, November, um, I was asked to do a poetry and art collaboration uh, at my local um, at my local arts council, and I got all these poets together, uh, and we paired them with an artist. And I, I found this artist, and I was like, "Wow, this is uh, awesome!" <laughs> but uh, I didn't have enough poets. Um, so that was really something else. Um, so I had to write four poems within three days. So here it is, National Novel Writing Month, when I'm supposed to be writing a novel. And I just churned out four poems. And they were all free verse, but they were all within this world that I'm working on. So that was really cool. So that got me going again. And I thought, wow, maybe I can write this ballad, um, but have the poems uh, in the in the side notes or as a, you know, I don't know, release it and, and click and go to the blog and read all about more of the story because I can't fit it all in this rhyme scheme that, you know, four stanzas of rhyme. Um, so yeah, what's kept me going is just the fact that I need to tell this story. The fact that, um, I'm finding new ways which which to express myself, and I, I, I uh, it excites me when I find that I'm learning something new. Man, um, <clears throat> favorite funny moments. Uh, I don't know. I think I think that. There are some times when I think that I've been working on this thing for so long, you know, uh, my entire adult life. Um, uh, and, and the fact that I'm getting older and just seeing, I guess, more connections with things um, and just throw in all sorts of uh, little tidbits um little tidbits of things in there, you know, there's, there's nothing, it's, it's not laugh out loud funny, it's more of a funny, huh, uh, than anything, um, 
I guess, uh, I guess, you know, one of my favorite connections, um, when I was born, uh, or about to be born, um, I think, I think, um, I think my family, um, had, had some of that, um, that Faulkner, uh, genteel poverty, um, to them, you know, like, uh, we, we weren't, we're well off, but we weren't, you know, rich by any means. Um, and there was a woman, um, in town that owned, um, a lot of land, um, you know, ended up sending, uh, selling it to, um, selling it to a hospital, uh, a local hospital and all this land and, you know, the hospital's named after her and, uh, but, you know, my grandmother and, and, uh, Gug said, if, if you name, if you name your child Lee, you won't have to worry about a thing for this kid for the rest of his life. And my mother was just, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. And, and to this day, my dad, my dad brings it up probably every six or eight months. Um, it's just something, you know, my dad's, uh, not money hungry, but you know, he's always working for that next, uh, that next, um, uh, that next pie in the sky gig, I suppose. And, um, and I've got a little bit of that too. I'm always kind of wheeling and dealing, um, things, but, um, so there's a, a an opportunity in, in this story about this kid that, is um best friends with uh, my main character and or one of his best friends and you know i thought well his name's nick in real life and just the, the, the nick aspect of it just doesn't just doesn't do anything for me and and the kid's house is up where this land was that the hospital's at and boo just called him uh, boo uh boom just called him lee and it just, I mean, it just stuck and it just stuck because, you know, Lee, um, uh, I, I want to say has something to do with, um, uh, raising horses, um, raising sheep and she did, um, uh, uh, dweller by the wood or clearing, um, you know, and, and that's it, uh, wood clearing meadow. Um, and it just, there, there are certain, there are just certain things that happen that just connect so well with this story that make it something else and I love the fact that I have the ability to to kind of um I have the, the ability to kind of birth that um to kind of scoot this into um into being um it makes it makes uh you know, they talk about being connected to your story and, oh, if you love your story, your readers will love it too, man. I, I going to be dying right in this story. I'm afraid, um, a lot of the time, but, um, it's, it's, uh, I'm very happy to be a part of this. Um, well, original concept and final publication were nowhere near that. Uh, so, uh, you know, original concept, um, uh, I started a book later, um, and then I thought that this 4th of July, last 4th of July would be more of a prequel, and it's not more of a prequel, it's, it's where the story begins, uh, it's where the tale really, really needs to, uh, to start from, I, uh, uh, I had originally just envisioned this, um, you know, almost like this, uh, 
well, there's this parade, and, and I had envisioned this parade, and, and these good guys and these bad guys, and an assassination attempt, and, and it's just not what the story's about. Um, it, it's uh, smaller in scope, I guess. Um, so, yeah, but, I, you know, I finished... Um, this doesn't happen very often, but I finished, uh, I finished the first, uh, chapter, if that's what you want to call it, um, just last weekend, um, uh, through some cajoling, um, through my friend, uh, uh, a writer buddy of mine, whom I'm consistently groveling, um, and, and whining and crying about, um, all of this stuff, um, but, you know, I, I, again, I don't know how this is going to work. Um, I feel like I've got, like, some sort of in, um, some sort of neat way to, um, I don't know about marketability. Um, you know, I, I don't expect to make it huge or anything like that. Um, uh, I have no delusions of grandeur as far as that goes. But, you know, I've got four pages, and I've got 34 stanzas in this opening Uh, magnum opus, um, and I'm I'm very happy with it. Um, I think I'm I think I'm much more happy with it because I know that I'm going to have the opportunity at some point to revise it. I look at it and I'm like, man, this is really good, and I like it a lot. But I know right off the bat that it's not perfect, and that scares the pants off of me. Um, and I like wearing pants. It's winter now, and it's cold, and um, I like being warm. Uh, but <laughs> I am okay now with being, I don't know, I've been throwing this around lately, but the best at just good enough. Um, my 2020, I'm not going to look back in hindsight and it seems very cliche, but I, I, I'm, I don't necessarily have any resolutions. My, my idea for the year is to be resolute, um, and, and, and tackle this stuff. Um, I'm, 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 I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited that I can look at this and, and I, and I've started, um, you know, because I've got outlines and I've got I've got all this stuff written longhand uh, in in more of a novel format or in the in the thumbnail sketches format. Um, and now I just have to take it apart and just piece it together. Um, uh, two nights ago, I, I was I had three pretty decent stanzas, and I was like, they're not working like they need to work. They're not. I like this idea about a rocket ship. I like this idea about, you know, because this is 60 years in the future and there, there are no rocket ships. You know, this is, this is a, a, a complete and, um, you know, technology as, as, as we look at it today, there are no cell phones and there are no, um, you know, mass production of, of, of animals or, um, you know, there's barely electricity in some of these places and, and, you know, I thought, wow, this part about the rocket ship is fantastic, but it's not, it's not right. And I didn't obsess over it like I do a lot of the time. You know, I write only longhand um, because I just get too, um, I would get too worked up and too distracted if I'm on, if I'm on, if I'm on Twitter or Facebook or, or what have you, um, or just deleting things as I go along. I get it written down longhand and I get it written down right. And if it's not right, I'll come back to it. And I'm excited to see where it's headed because it's time. And I'm, <sighs> yeah. Uh, I've wanted to tell this story. You know, and 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 I'll and I'll go with the the standard. I'll start off with the standard. Um, well, I looked for my story on the shelf, and it just wasn't there. Um, 
there's so much there that I would never get around to reading all that's out there uh, or would never want to, you know, uh, but I just need to get around to write this, um, and, and sit down in the chair and, and, and do this. And, um, but I, I, I think that there is, <clears throat> I'm not sure, uh, uh, I think that, that somebody had posted not forever long ago about Hope Punk. You know, there's, there's, there's this, there's this, I want to have this hope for humanity. And, I, I, you know, we're in a bad spot and here we are, <laughs> here we are, um, Uh, you know, I've, I've had my computer open all night and I'm going to plug it into the wall and charge it again and use that energy for, for what? I don't know. Um, I, but I have hope that my kids aren't going to suffer with the state that we're leaving the environment in. <clears throat> I have hope that we'll get out of this. I have hope that these stories are something to look back on and say, ah, let's not do that. Um, but at the same time, you know, this is, this story is 60 years in the future after, after, uh, some sort of soft apocalypse and there's not going to be, uh, an Amazon print on demand. Um, there's not going to be any, um, new mass market novels, uh, or book deals, probably not book deals. Um, and, and, and churning out paperbacks, um, 60 years from now. And, and that's what this story is. I mean, my characters will be telling stories around the fire. I'm writing a story that my characters would ostensibly read around the fire. Um, it makes me happy to, uh, glom all these things together on all these ideas to make it work. And the reason it's working is because, you know, who knows, uh, 10 years from now, uh, <laughs> when I'm 50, uh, uh, older than that, um, maybe I'll be telling the story instead of reading it. Uh, you know, like a folk, an old folk teller or an old folk singer. Um, you know, I've got a couple songs that fit this uh, story that I've got written. So, um, yeah, I, I there's more to this world, I think, sometimes than we know, and and I'm putting this stuff together and in, in, in hopes that. Other people can see that as well. Um, you know, all these characters are people I know. Um, you know, they say that you shouldn't write about yourself, but then they say that you should write about what you know, and there's nothing I know more than me. Um, you know, there's nothing I know more. Uh, than my town, uh, which is a character in and of itself. Um, you know, this, <laughs> this has taken so long to write that the buildings have fallen down and, and buildings have been torn down. And, and, and so as far as characters go, uh, uh, they're, uh, sand in my craw. Um, I don't care for that much at all. Um, but the, you know, uh, everybody, everybody plays well together. Um, uh, it's funny that, you know, um, uh, my secondary main character, Ogathan, is this big, huge hulking man, uh, corn fed, 
uh, I forget what the, how I described him originally, but, um, just this big towering, uh, kind of guy, and he's always thought of Barry as a little guy, uh, much, much smaller, uh, scrawny, um, uh, as, as, as Ogathan's sidekick, and, you know, you get on later in the book, and it's giggly, but you get on later in the book, and everybody else is Barry's sidekick. Barry's kind of like the, the main, um, uh, the main player, uh, in, in all this. Um, and I, and I like that because that's, that's what I want to be. I want to be the main player. Um, I want to be the big guy, uh, uh, the center of attention and that kind of thing. Um, uh, but I, I like, you know, Barry's got a lot of those idiosyncrasies that I do. He wants to write, but doesn't know how to write and, and feels that, oh, if I could just get this adventure, um, under my belt, then I'd be able to write and I'd have something to write about. But, you know, writing comes from the mundane everyday activities, I think, and, and just putting that spin on them that makes them uh, worthwhile to read about, you know. Um, uh, I'm a jack of all trades, uh, and that's really what Barry is in this journalman. You know, he's uh, he's kind of a, a walking Yelp uh, advertisement. Uh, you know, he, he goes to places and reviews things, and and he picks up stories from people, and he does odd jobs. Uh, he um, he's a postman. Uh, he's a um, He's a, a bit of a lawyer and a librarian. And he's just all of this uh, wrapped up in this, you know, he's a writer, but has all these other ancillary traits that make him a very versatile person that can not have to necessarily rely on the writing. The writing's what he wants to do, but, um, you know, for lack of a better term, all this other stuff is the side hustle while he writes his own stories. Um, you know, uh, Ogathan, uh, 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 his best friend is, is your, is your, is your typical, um, muscle guy. You know, he's a bodyguard. He's this, um, uh, he's, he's a, a protector. And he, f but he also feels as if he needs, um, he needs that spotlight too. Um, he, he doesn't want to sit back and wait for it. He wants to be, you know, just like all of us, I guess, he, he wants to be that center of attention too. Um, you know, I, I, nobody misbehaves. Um, everybody kind of gets in line and, and, um, you know, some, 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 uh, you know, I get thrown a loop every once in a while. Um, you know, I've, I've had some new characters pop up recently and, um, and that's always fun to write. Um, uh, uh, one of my main mentors, um, for the longest time had been had been Grammy Sal, and I thought, man, this is not going to work if Ogathan is this age and Barry is this age, and Auntie Sal, it, it can't be 40 years older, you know, so I had to kind of tweak and, and figure out why she was the age she was and, and where she was in regards to everything else, so just, you know, I want everybody to, <laughs> maybe it's for sake of, of, uh, um, you know, hardening my, my writing skills, but I, I just want everybody to get along. Um, yeah, there were, there were a lot of times, um, 
when I stop working on the project. Um, it's never left my mind, though. I've always been kind of dabbling on it. Um, I just heard a great TED Talk um, today, actually, um, about creatives and the fact that the time management thing isn't is a bit more of a fallacy, I guess. Um, and it just spoke to who I am as a person. But, like, I get bored writing this story sometimes. And, or I get... Or I get this idea of um, something that happens two or three books down the road. And I just grasp onto it with all that I can. You know, I, I wrote three or four long hand pages um, not too long ago about um, this opening scene at a carnival with the train coming into town for the first time and and you know I've always thought about the the train being kind of creepy and I just I got to feeling it and it opened up this huge um, it was just this huge um thread about um, uh, uh, um, a fortune teller and that in turn opened up stuff about my character um, you know then when I got tired of that I just moved on to something else um, you know I'm, I'm also a reviewer uh, of comic books in my local newspaper um, I'm also a musician. I also want to write comic books. So, um, and all sorts of other things, you know, random poems that, that I write, you know, um, I've, I've, I've done three of those books already because it's quote unquote easy. Um, and it's much easier than sitting down and, and writing you know, this poetic novel instead of spending a half an hour or an hour or a couple of days maybe picking a, a, a part of poem. Um, but that's my secret. When I get tired of one thing, I, I, I move on to the other and, and I'll come back to it. You know, I'll, I'll let it kind of simmer and, and, and do its thing while I, my creative juices are, are elsewhere. And I'll come back to it and be like, oh, with, you know, these fresh eyes, you know, they talk about, oh, finish your novel and, you know, put it in a drawer for a while and then come back to it. And, um, that's just kind of how this is. It's just kind of, uh, oh, um, I have, uh, a bunch of old mead five-star notebooks. Oh, this section is for poems. This section is for book. This section is for my comic book stuff. This section is for, uh, random reviews and ideas and, um, you know, a sermon that I've got to write for church. So, um, uh, it's just, it's just a little bit of everywhere and I like it that way. Um, I guess this is, um, take two, um, you know, difficult moments. Um, it's all a difficult moment. I have a lot of trouble trying to get out of my own way. Um, I have a lot of trouble with self-doubt and, and questioning and guessing and second-guessing. Um, I have a lot, a lot of trouble sitting down to do it. Um, you know, again, it, it took me forever to, to work on this interview. Um, but here I am been working on this for the last two hours and uh, should that have been time that I should have been devoting to the book or is or is this interview going to spark some kind of cool imagination that uh, is going to lead to something else and, and, I, and, I, and I think it might um, and that's you know the great part of this um, uh, these tragedies can oftentimes be just turned into triumphs um, if you look at it correctly, if you, if you do, um, you know, you have that faith, um, of a mustard seed or, or you, you, you tell that, 
you tell that mountain, hey, just, you know, go off into the sea. But sometimes it, it doesn't go off into the sea, you know. Sometimes you've got to climb that mountain. Um, uh, sometimes you got to let somebody um, drag you up there kicking and screaming, too. Um, I'm, I'm used to the kicking and screaming part, um, even if it's just uh, myself that, that I'm doing that. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know if there's, there's much to look back on. Um, you know, I know that there's been years and years and years of, um, uh, piddling around and dragging my feet and, and, uh, you know, not focusing on my career. Uh, you know, you, you always, oh, write that letter to yourself that, you know, you should have read when you were 15 or, or 20 uh, or 30. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I, I think that all of the, the idea that I have for this book and, and the fact that there's more movement in the last year or so with this book than there has um, any time up until this point is because I'm just kind of maybe ready to do it now. I've kind of um, nurtured that idea. I've, I've trimmed it. I've, I've grafted it. Um, I've kind of worked on it, you know, much like modeling clay. Um, it, it ain't going to be perfect. Um, right out of the gate, you know, it's that big, it's that big block of marble that, you see something in it and you got to chip away at it. And, and that's kind of where I feel. Um, my strongest point is my sticking power. Um, you know, there's stuff that's come up in the last year that's just like, oh, that would make an interesting treat uh, to this story. And, and boom, it comes out um, better than I had ever hoped, uh, better than I had ever imagined. Um, it's nice that, I, I don't know, it, it's nice that I have that, um, the ability to do that, you know, I'm not, you know, I have a side job, um, I have my kids that go to bed at 8 o'clock so that I've got a couple hours to, to record an interview or to sit down with it and, and, and dream about it and, and write about it and, and make it do the things that it needs to do or, uh, or whatever, um, so that it can be what it can be. Um, that said, I, I, I'm, I'm, <sighs> I'm tired of wanting the book to be done for the longest time. I was just like, Lord, um, why isn't this book written? This book's not written because you're not writing it, right? The book's not written because you're not sitting down with it and doing it. You know, there are times when I just want it to be flawless and want it to be just, oh, I'm going to sit down and, and, the muse is going to hit me and, and there it is. But, you know, I'm up at five o'clock in the morning, every morning doing, um, uh, my artist's way morning pages. And it's three longhand pages of just journaling and just whatever is in your head, just get it out of the page and it just frees you up for the rest of the day. And sometimes there's, there's, there's days when I don't write anything else. Um, but sometimes there's a day like yesterday and I started writing a song. Um, and, and there you have it, you know, again, with that bobbing around to different things, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm sitting down now with it. I'm making an effort to do it. Um, you know, Philip Pullman said at one point, it's not that he doesn't believe in the muse and doesn't believe in the muse showing up, but if you show up at the same time every day, the muse is going to know where to find you. And, uh, I've, I've kind of been grasping onto that a little bit and, and, and making this, um, 
making this thing happen. Um, it'll, it'll, it'll get there when it gets there, and, and I'm slowly um, and surely making its way.